Welcome to our podcast, Carefully Examining the Text. And today, we will be examining Psalm 70. Psalm 70 is a brief psalm, and most of it appears in Psalm 40, verses 13 through 17. Psalm 40, 13 through 17, I invite you to compare Psalm 70 and the end of Psalm 40. But let's read the words from the New American Standard text. For the choir director, a psalm of David for a memorial. O God, hasten to deliver me. O Lord, hasten to my help. Let those be ashamed and humiliated who seek my life. Let those be turned back and dishonored who delight in my hurt. Let those be turned back because of their shame, who say, Aha, aha. Let all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. Let all those, and let those who love your salvation say continually, The Lord be magnified. But I am afflicted and needy. Hasten to my help. O God, you are my help and my deliverer, O Lord do not delay. So Psalm 40 for the choir director for a memorial. It is a form of the verb remember that is used here in the heading of Psalm in Psalm 70. But you notice the first line, the first verse And if you look at the New American Standard Bible, at least, and this may be indicated by other translations, you notice that the word hasten in the first line is in italics. That means there is no verb, there is no word in the original text, in the original Hebrew text, to translate there. They have supplied the word hasten. They have supplied that word from the second line. The first line literally, O God, to deliver me. O Lord, hasten to my help. I do think that second line provides the word hasten that modifies both lines. But this is begging God urgently to help and to deliver. This psalm will end as it begins, it will end by calling upon God to hurry to his help and that God is his help and God is his deliverer. Verse 1 and verse 5 are going to emphasize what God is to him and what he is begging God to do. Verses 2 and 3 give a description of the wicked. Verse 4 gives a description of those who seek God. And we're going to find several interesting contrasts in this brief psalm. But, but beginning, O God, hasten to deliver me. Hasten to my help. Let those be ashamed, in verse 2, let those be ashamed and humiliated who seek my life. There are all kinds of connections and vocabulary with Psalm 
61, Psalm 70, and Psalm 69, Psalm 69 that went right before it, and Psalm 71 that comes right after it. Uh, For example, uh, the people in Psalm 70 are said to watch for uh, his life and seek his hurt in Psalm 71, verse 10, and verse 24. But now in Psalm 70, let those be ashamed and humiliated who seek my life. Now, when we get to verse 4, we're going to see a profound contrast. We said verses 2 and 3 describe the wicked, and verse 4 describes the righteous. You notice that some in verse 2 are seeking David's life, while in verse 4 there are others who are seeking God. And by the way, that seeking God in verse 4 has a parallel with Psalm 69, verse 6. But the point, the contrast between those who seek my life and those who seek you. And in verse 2, let those be turned back and dishonored who delight in my hurt. They are rejoicing when bad things happen to David. They are rejoicing at his dilemma. And he said, may they who delight in my hurt, may they be turned back and dishonored. In verse 3, let them be turned back because of their shame, who say, aha, aha. Now, what does it mean to say, aha, aha? Well, one thing we have to do is just look at the context. To say, aha, aha, is parallel with seeking my life. It's parallel with delighting in my hurt. And here, it is those who say, aha, aha. So, to seek his hurt and to seek his life and to delight in his hurt is used in parallelism with this phrase. So, that's a good indication right there that this phrase is not used positively but negatively. They think, aha, we've caught David in some fault. Aha, we've got him now. They are using this phrase to describe his approaching demise. We see the same kind of thing in uh, other passages where this term, aha, aha, is used. Particularly, it was used a couple of times in Psalm 35. In Psalm 35, verse 21, and again in verse 21, and then later in verse 25. It was also used in Psalm 40, as you might anticipate, because we told you the parallels between these psalms. So verses 2 and 3 describe the wicked, and they have no greater joy, no higher delight than to see David's demise and the demise of those who seek God. But in verse 4, it is a contrast as it describes the righteous. In contrast to seeking David's life, they are seeking God. Verse 4, let all who seek you rejoice and be glad. Let those who love your salvation continually say, let God be magnified. There are some who delight in David's hurt in verse 2, but in contrast to those who delight in his hurt are those who love God's salvation in verse 4. 
And in contrast to some in verse 3 who are saying, Aha, aha, you have these in verse 4 who are saying, Let the Lord be magnified. Let the Lord be great. Let the Lord be exalted. All legitimate translations of that particular word. Here we find that if God delivers his servant, it will have repercussions much greater than David for all who seek God's salvation. And all who love it will praise God and magnify God that he has delivered his servant. In verse 5, But I am afflicted and needy. Hasten to me, O God. These words, afflicted and needy, are used together in several passages. In, Psalm, in Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 15, verse 11, God is encouraging generosity to the poor and encouraging the forgiving of debts in the seventh year. And he says that the poor and needy will always be among you and encourages the people to give generously to them. Deuteronomy 15 in verse 11. In Deuteronomy 24 and verse 14, the people are told in gleaning they are not to go back for every grape or every uh, stand, every ear of standing grain, for they are to leave these for the poor and the lowly. And the virtuous woman in Proverbs 31 verse uh, 20, she reaches out her hands to the poor and to the needy. What, what I'm saying, when you combine these two words together, they indicate the lowest of society in economic terms. And he describes himself this way. I don't think it means that he's necessarily needy economically, but he recognizes his need and his dependence upon God. He recognizes he needs God every hour. And he begs God as he closes the psalm, like he did at the beginning, Hasten to me, O God. You are my help and my deliverer. O Lord, do not delay. That line, do not delay, is added, but it also uh a line like that appears in Daniel 9, verse 19, as Daniel is asking for an urgent answer to his prayer. How does Jesus fulfill the words of Psalm 70? Well, David, exper David experienced humiliation and shame and mistreatment. David experienced enemies who delighted in his hurt. And all the things that are said of David's enemies were true of Jesus' enemies, and more so. They sought his life. They delighted in his hurt. They say, aha, aha. Jesus experienced the same kind of mistreatment that David experienced. The statement that they say, aha, aha, think about on the cross in Mark chapter 15, in verse 29, the Bible says those passing by were hurling abuse at him, wagging their heads and saying, ha, you who are going to destroy the temple and rebuild it 
in three days. They mocked him. They ridiculed him. Just as David is mocked and ridiculed. So Jesus experienced all the mistreatment that the psalmist of Psalm 70 experienced. David experienced that mistreatment. But ultimately, the Lord delivered him and the Lord rescued him via the resurrection. And that is the supreme reason we can repeat the words of verse 4. Let God be magnified. Let God be exalted. Because God has brought salvation through Jesus, his son. Let God be magnified. So Jesus experienced this shame and mistreatment. He endured the cross, but Jesus was raised from the dead and brought salvation. And this salvation through the death and resurrection of Jesus was the ultimate means by which he made ashamed and humiliated all those who just sought to destroy him. As verses 2 and 3 describe, they were defeated in their shame at the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And Jesus is also, it's interesting, in verse 5, the phrase is used, Oh God, help me. The translation of this, in the Greek translation of the Old Testament, was a word that was sometimes applied to Jesus as the crowds appealed to him for help. In Matthew 15, in verse 22, the Canaanite woman, and in Mark 9 verses 22 and 24 the father of a demon-possessed boy they both address the same words to Jesus that here David addresses to God Jesus is both the innocent sufferer of the Psalms and the God who can deliver let us close by reading Psalm 70 for the choir director, a psalm of David, for a memorial. O God, hasten to deliver me. O Lord, hasten to my help. Let those be ashamed and humiliated who seek my life. Let those be turned back and dishonored who delight in my hurt. Let those be turned back because of their shame who say, Aha, aha. Let all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. Let those who love your salvation say continually, Let the Lord be magnified. But I am afflicted and needy. Hasten to my help, O God. You are my help and my deliverer. O Lord, do not delay. May the Lord bless you.